Welcome to Freestyle Thoughts, a dance podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and this is episode nine. Today is another special episode. This was actually the first episode I recorded with a guest, and I am joined by friend and fellow recreational dancer, Audrey Liu, and today we just had a conversation about what it's like to be in a peer-taught environment as well as a little conversation about ego, humility, and creativity in such environments. Audrey, thank you so much for taking the time to record with me, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Welcome, Audrey, to Freestyle Thoughts, a dance podcast. Would you mind introducing yourself? Yes. Um, my name is Audrey. I have been a mostly self-taught dancer since I was a junior in high school a little bit no actually that was when I started like dancing with other people I started self-taught like maybe seventh grade mostly through k-pop and I'm now like a senior in college if that gives any time lapse so I can't do math but you know a, a few years but not really like I did ballet as like a baby but I don't really think that counts as anything so you've done mostly self-learning and then now and I know that you've experienced a lot of peer learning yeah a lot of like peer talk classes yeah and those are different but for this purpose they're kind of the same and what I mean by that if you're taking a class from someone who's particularly specialized in a specific style it's just different from learning from your peers even if your peers maybe yes yeah this is I mean I've been to a couple of like like studio classes I've been to like a few I haven't been to a ton but I've experienced enough to be like, oh, yeah, this is, they're not the same. <laughs> yeah. And I also mentioned like, the last time I was at Houston, you were like, I'm looking at like maybe taking like classes. And you were, and I remember like, this is how yes. you turn out your foot or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, uh, the 2 a.m. learning how to turn out my foot in my friend's dorm room. <laughs> or like explaining how like your hip, knee, and ankle have to be like in line and you being like, oh. Makes so much more sense. Let's kind of talk about self-learning versus classes. I mm -hmm. obviously I have experienced both. Um, yes, you've definitely experienced more classes than I have by far. I I, I would hope so because if if I haven't, <laughs> I have questions for myself. So like one thing that I've noticed a lot, and now that I came back to Chinese dance, I just don't know how common of a practice this is, but slowing down the music, because listen, in basic, it's pretty standard thing. Slow down the music, then you slowly speed it up, right? Just to get timing down. But the thing is in Chinese dance, when I was teaching Chinese dance for like my own club, and then that one time for basic, it was, <laughs> I was like, sorry guys, uh, we're not slowing down the music because that's just not how it's done. Fast forward to like two weeks ago, my dance teacher was provided more pure teaching opportunity but our dance teacher was helping one of the kids learn the section they were going to teach and like she like slowed mm -hmm. down the music to 75 and I was like what do you mean <laughs> why would you do that it was odd like I don't know I mean I feel like in classes especially more experienced teachers they can like speed you up with counts more like faster than they do with music Gen genuinely i feel like speeding up the music especially if you're only doing like 
one eight count at a time or even two eight counts at a time if you're going from like 70 percent, then 80 then 90 like it takes so long yeah it takes so much time yeah actually last night i saw a a reel it's on on tiktok of like i think kelly sweeney is the name of the choreographer i'm like obsessed with her (laughs) but she teaches a bunch of like teenage girls and she taught a one of like i don't know i think she's like 12 or something maybe a little bit older probably like i'm not not, maybe 14 15 i have no idea i can't tell teenager ages um but she taught a 40 second combo in 12 minutes Mm -hmm. which is like and it's not like a slow combo Mm -hmm. you know but that means like like to be able to do that you're like demonstrating the move once they're picking it up you're moving on right and then you're like you're you're connecting as you go type thing you don't have time to like go with the music and slow like maybe you can slow down one move if it's confusing mm-hmm. and obviously i'm not saying that like people are learning at that speed i'm sure she's a super experienced dancer um but like in i feel like slow slowing down the music is helpful for beginners but once you get past the beginner stage it really takes so much time to not just speed it up with counts because you're forced to like start and stop the music and all of those things, even if you're looping the music, oh, doing looping. it more than two times is, like, and also, like, going from 70 to 80 to 90 to 100 versus going from, like, if you're doing it with counts, you can do it once at, like, quote, 70, and then immediately bump it up to 75, right? There's not that, like, jump in, like, oh, my God, it's so much faster. Because mm-hmm. you don't really notice that. I feel like people, dancers don't really notice that if you're doing it with count like they'll know it's faster but they won't be like oh this is so hard like Mm -hmm. i feel like people when you tell people the number they get scared oh no for sure for sure this is why like for rdt uh 21 you weren't in trust fund obviously but when Mm. we were doing it at i want to say 85 for a really long time to kind of just because like it it was fast there are lots of people of different like ranges in that dance and yes (laughs) At some point, I was getting stressed, and I was like, to my to myself, like in prep before a class, I'm like, okay, we're just gonna bump it up to 100 and see what happens. <laughs> no one said anything. Yeah, exactly. If you don't tell them, and if they don't know, like if you do it, like you change the speed during like a water break or something, they're not going to be like, oh, you walked over to your computer and then you turned up the speed, and now I'm in my head about how fast it is. Yeah, and I feel like this is something you say a lot is like, just turn off your brain. It, yeah. Um, and like yeah you have like people don't turn off their brain and they get in their head especially about speeds i feel like that's like a really common thing Mm -hmm. and like the reason why i say turn off your brain is because like i mean we both know that i have a very good memory and when i'm thinking about it i'm pressuring myself to remember it right so it's just like if i turn off my brain if i'm not like actively trying to like remember what the next move is it's i don't know that tends to work better for me during the learning process yeah and I think that I saw, again, another reel of some, I don't know, some teacher teaching, a, like, she was teaching a workshop on how to learn quickly in, like, a professional setting. And she had, like, people come down and, like, just demonstrate their specialty. Some guy freaking break dance. Oh, my God. And she just copied him immediately. And she was like, the key is not getting stuck in the details. So true. Trust your, like, if you're an advanced dancer or even an intermediate dancer, like, trust your body. If you know how dances feel on your body, 
then just trust your body to just move with the flow and you'll get it won't obviously be the same as a, a specialized breakdancer but it looks like if you showed me that I'd be like she's been breakdancing for maybe a year mm-hmm. you know like I would have never known that some guy just randomly showed a turn she picked it up in two seconds <laughs> um and it's like when you get in your head about details and like things like that obviously like practicing and memorizing dances is different for different people like I have to turn on my brain at least like 30% my memory's not that good <laughs> but if you get like caught up in details that's when you make mistakes and like so true. yeah for sure so true at least for me like part of it is the risk of learning things wrong versus getting stuck in details while you're learning it because at least for me mm. like once I have something locked into my brain it is so hard to undo that I remember when we were mm-hmm. learning not shy for like the COVID cipher and yes. we changed that one part where he's like not shy da 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 and it was like, mm. oh, we're going to go up on our knees instead of sitting down. And we had previously been sitting down. And I was like across some And every time I would sit down, make eye contact with her and be like, shit. And then get back up on, onto my knees. And I remember this was like a last minute change too. I was like, sorry, guys. By the time that we come to performance, I'll have it down. It's just not there yet. No, yeah. And, and this is the thing specifically with like peer taught performances is like, People expect, I feel like people don't, like, recognize when a dancer knows that they've made a mistake, you know? Oh, like, yeah, for sure. If, if you've made a correction to me, I know when I do it wrong, but I need to, like, especially if it's, like, you made a correction to me at the beginning of practice, we're, like, 30 minutes into practice and I'm still making that same mistake. I haven't had time to go home and, like, undo my brain yet. I need to go and undo my brain, redo it, so and then real. I'll be fine by so next real. practice. But if you expect it within the same practice, that's not happening. Like, I'm focusing on the new stuff, like formations and, like, other things. I know that I made that mistake. And I'll go back and, you know, like, watch a practice video or whatever and be like, oh, yep, I need to fix that mistake. Um, yeah. And, and on the other hand, like, wh- I know that we were also talking about, like, learning dances on our own. Um, I've talked with a lot of people, actually, like, who have come to me and been like, Audrey, how do you learn dances so fast? Um, and I guess it's different if you're learning it on your own and planning to practice it with other people versus like learning it on your own just for your own. Oh yeah. Um, but for the first case where you're learning it to, to perform with other people, but you guys are just going to meet up and like clean it together or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, you're expected to come in and know the dance. It's similar of like not getting stuck in details or like, learn it to where you know the order of the moves but where you're not cleaning yourself too much Mm -hmm. before going to practice because I feel like a very common mistake is that people like get it perfect and then they have to do the whole thing where you go to practice people are changing things and it's not the same right like even if you're perfect to the video yeah everyone else is doing it slightly differently it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter (laughs) exactly exactly yeah, I think that's, a, that's like, one thing that has, like, people always are like, oh, you learn so fast from a video. How You just watched, and I'm like, that's because I'm not, like, doing it well. I'm doing it, like, you know, I, I've gotten to the, I've now just, like, okay, I'm going to just get the flow of the movements and try to remember the order of the moves and the actual execution I can tweak later. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, if I'm learning a dance for myself, which is 
not very frequently I'll, I'll admit I do not have a strong enough motivation um I mean you also have like lots of projects going on all the time at the same time this is true except actually right now I have no projects which is I mean like I have no planned projects for next year normally I'm planning for the rodeo or like Casey and LNY dances but I'm obviously not in any of those right now yeah. I've been like really trying to get myself to like even just stretch every day so I don't oh, lose God. my like flexibility and stuff I feel that. um yeah I, feel so I was bad. walking down the stairs and I was like why does my hip hurt I need to stretch that oh yo <laughs> In, in in like my group in my dance class it's we don't stretch regularly which pisses me off because that's crazy it, it would be like oh sometimes we're gonna do some really intense stretching and sometimes we're just gonna barely stretch and I'm like yo my old ass body can't can't do that I need to have regular no. stretching yeah and that's another thing that's like with self-learning is like you have to force yourself to stretch before you learn to dance especially if it like requires any mobility at all which is like you know I understand that but for me it always felt like different because like my approach to stretching has always been much more physically intensive than I needed to be at least for like basic dancing for the most part I remember when I was still in school like be like hey do you want to like meet up at the rec and learn to dance or whatever I'm like yeah sure whatever and he goes on this real he had like those like stretching videos oh, <laughs> I was like video. I remember <laughs> Yes, I do remember. I remember he had, he like pulled up a video and like was stretching, which is good. No, it was, it was like, great. I was just I was just impressed with one the dedication. Two, we weren't doing anything like particularly physically intensive. I needed to be like stretched enough to not pull a muscle or whatever. But like he was like out here like stretching his shoulders, and I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah, I remember. I remember you telling me about this. Like, what muscle is this? Like, what is the purpose of this stretch? <laughs> I remember like there were like, a number of those stretches. I was like, what are we doing? Like, where am I supposed to be feeling it? Because I am doing it wrong, clearly. But yeah, like I have noticed that like you do learn from a video much faster than I learned from a video. For me, I don't know. Learning from a video is like pulling teeth. I think, I mean, you also started from not learning from videos, so right? True. My yeah. main, I mean, I did go to like jazz classes when I was eight. But again, like it doesn't really count. I don't really count it. Um, well, like in seventh grade, I was learning from YouTube, right? Um, like K-pop girl group dances. And I didn't even know you could slow down videos. I was raw dogging every single dance at full speed. And if I got it, I got it. If I did it, then RIP, you know? <laughs> like I feel that. I only learned to slow down dances after I started practicing with my friends. Mm. <laughs> um, I didn't know you could slow down dances until university. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what I is mean, this? Yeah, I was, but it also, like, to me, it kind of feels like, because in your head, if you're the one, so, like, it's still, like, that psychological thing of, like, oh, it's so much faster, right? Mm -hmm. I actually did things where, like, once I knew you could slow and speed up videos, I actually would speed it up and do it once, and mm -hmm. then, like, go back to normal and be like, this is so easy now, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, that's, um, that's, a, that's a, like, pretty common trick, I feel. But like I noticed in basic, at least with, with with the groups that I was teaching with, they were rushing. So actually, speeding it up was not was it wasn't going to help anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm also now a rusher, and I think that might be because of that in the past. I don't do it anymore. Yo, I've become a rusher in in Chinese dance. Like I, I at some point, like I have the rhythm, then I just like lose it. I think more, like, more so with Chinese dance. Like I think like in like K-pop, hip-hop, you're either following the beats or you're following the melody, and there's like not a lot of stuff in between. Um, with Chinese dance, mm -hmm. there's so many like layers 
and um, yeah. it's like traditional Chinese dance. There's like the top melody, and then there's the counts and various middle layers. Sometimes it's, right. it's so hard because it just kind of jumps around, and I literally just I lose where I am in the music, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna finish out the movements knowing that I'm incorrect. <laughs> like <laughs> my dance, you gotta do that. My dancer's just like, yeah, you were rushing. I was like, mm, yeah, I felt that. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, give me give me another shot in a minute, like. <laughs> Yo, Sunday, two of the girls were going over a group dance. Me and this other girl, we were like told to like work on our solos or whatever. And it was at that moment that I had realized for like two or three weeks, I was missing two complete movements. Oh my god! <laughs> in my solo. And I'm like, you know what? This makes sense why my timing was completely off and why my body wanted to stop doing these turns. Even though it wasn't time in the music, it's because my body was programmed to do X amount of turns subconsciously. But my brain knew when to stop in the music and it was just, it was, it was, it was a whole thing. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I've been having that recently where I'm like, just like missing like one move and I'll do the next one. And I'm like, that does not feel right. There is definitely something missing there. And I'll turn to somebody and be like, what am I forgetting? And they're like, um, Audrey, you're missing like an entire four count. I'm like, oops. <laughs> I don't know where that went. Or like, I don't know about you, but like, for me, like one of the things I always struggled with when I was teaching, and maybe this is because of my Chinese dance background, is teaching and kind of learning by counts. It's just like, I, I, mentally, I can't. I mean, maybe, maybe that's just because of my brain. It's been like, for so many years, I've been used to like listening to like the subtleties in the music and be like, okay, it's listening to this part of the music now, listening to, that, that, to the melody. And then this is like a weird four count or just got a count or whatever. But like, we are so opposite in that way. <laughs> we are so, so opposite in that way. I remember when we were learning after school and we were learning that one slow part. Like, do you remember that extra class you made? Yes, you made yes, I do. And I, I know exactly like, what's going on. I was like, when the f is this part in the music? I don't under, I don't understand. And you were like, just count. And I was like, yo, this, I'm a lost cause. <laughs> my bad. Because to me, like when I'm learning on my own, I'm learning to and like even when I'm listening to music normally I'm like like boom kaiing it you know what I mean like, I understand I'm just, like, I boom kai also like exactly like like bass bass you know whatever but I'll do that even when listening to music regularly but when I teach it to other people I have to use counts like even if that's not how I learned it it's like it doesn't I can't teach it the way I learned it myself I have to like I have to one and two and three and. It's so odd. It's like, and I don't even know why. Like, if you ask me why, I cannot explain. I was but, like, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely very different in that way. Like, I remember teaching trust fund was so hard because I was told to use counts to make it, quote, easier for everyone. And I'm like, this is making it harder for me. And if it's really difficult for me, I'm not going to be communicating yeah. it well. And it's going to be infinitely more difficult for everyone else to try to understand yeah. what I'm trying to communicate when I barely know myself. Because in my head, for example, it will be like, okay, bump, 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 pause, wait, ta-ta, ta-ta, or whatever. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. Like, I literally I... know what part you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now when I had to teach I've tried to communicate that because what I'm hearing is my it's like I'm putting like emphasis like in the music to make me be able right. to better hear what part of the music I'm supposed to be listening to I've mm -hmm. learned that works for me and that works well enough for whoever I'm teaching to get it true true I feel like it's very interesting how different people learn like I've and and it's like I can't even see as 
like a similarity in backgrounds or anything like like there's like for instance like there was this discussion one day after practice about a bunch of people in basic who had been in band before and i was thinking during that conversation like half of these people strictly use cows and the other half strictly use the music and i was like this is such an interesting like phenomenon because they're here talking about how band counts work and like blah blah so like they've come up from like very similar mm-hmm. rigorous training from band yeah but even from that like they don't learn the same way yeah and like uh, i think particularly in like care talk groups it's so hard to kind of be like because i feel like some people are more successful one way or another whichever way that that they learn more natural it's going to be easier for them to communicate and like at least within basic there have been so many instances of the head director being like mm, teach it this way because like that's how they learn yeah i feel like it's so it's i feel like some people have to like at practices people like translate it for the other people like there's some so people, true like, me who can hear the music but like i only i use i can explain it better with counts right yeah so, like if i'm practicing and someone next to me only uses counts i'm like okay it's one and two and or whatever you know it's like I think this, maybe one. this is also why we worked well as, as like a co-directing team because i was very like <laughs> oh it's this thing in the music and you're like which is also one and two and if you, if you go by counts <laughs> yes, yes i remember <laughs> us doing that and i feel like the people that i dance like every other practice they would have to switch from and like when we chunked it together it was like I was using counts for one second, one section, and then the next section, you were using the, the music, and then we were you back to counts, and then back to the music. Like, hey, it turned out good. So It, it turned out good. But, but I think, like, I think one of the, also one of the reasons why I use, like, music, because it's easier, I think, for me, I've noticed this a lot in particular beginner dancers, is, one, you can see them, you, you can see them counting, like, mm-hmm. when they perform. Like at the talk that talk baby part, like at like the yeah, triangle yeah, fan exactly. out, and yes, but like it's yes. so if I were watching, it's for certain dancers, it's so easy to be like, they're counting right now, not because like they're counting right now, but not because like they have to like keep track of time. I could see them counting. Yes, yes, like like they're not exactly the music, but their rhythm throughout the thing is even or something like. No, like that's not. Maybe I'm not explaining this well, but it's like. I think usually, like, the good, like, the best dancers I've seen, it's, like, they're keeping time, but it doesn't necessarily look like they're keeping time, if that makes sense. Like, you, you, like you, you're not seeing them physically, like, you're not seeing them, like, mentally count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like, on their face. Yeah. Yes, I know. Okay, I'm following. Yes, Bro, yes. I actually, I, I, I remember watching this one show in 2018, and it, it was the most egregious, I can see them counting, because they were physically going, like, one, two three on stage with their mouth yeah yeah so bad yeah i I was sitting between my friend and my sister and i was just like side-eyeing both of them because we both knew the person who was like physically who was like literally counting on stage not like i could see them mentally count but like as in like i was talking to the other dancers yeah and i was talking to the other people in that dance and they're like no like we couldn't hear the music because this person was just counting out loud the entire time during practices during the performance all the time that's crazy and in her defense she's not a dancer i just don't know why somebody didn't okay Tell part of... shut up <laughs> i understand why because there was like a strong power dynamic she is she's older than me and was dancing with people my sister's age oh. so it's really hard to be like yo shut up my friend <laughs> yeah i also probably would not say shut up in that case honestly if I were there, you I definitely would. would have been like, I wouldn't have said shut up and been, been super crude about it. I would have been like, hey, I don't think that we should be like counting with our mouths at this point. 
Yeah. It's because it's visible. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. I, Audrey, I, I don't think I can... That sounds like I'm trying to imagine that at a performance that I cannot... It's not even, like, processing in my head. Yo, because she was also... Like, this person's also like, trying to, like, smile and pretend like she wasn't counting. And I'm like, yo. Oh, man. I'm like, either commit. Commit to one or the other. Used to rattling this middle line is making it, like, so much worse. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess it's, like, a, a, a good transition. But, like... Mixing like difficulties has always been such an interesting. Um... <laughs> yes, this is. I think it is like a struggle for like. I mean, at least in basic, it's definitely always been like a really big issue of like, okay, beginners just like you guys can go to advanced workshops, but you committing to an advanced dance with advanced dancers and an advanced and a and the director teaching at an advanced level is not going to turn out well no i mean like i think it depends on how dedicated the director is also oh well this is true but at, at least like within practice you're either wasting direct like advanced dancers times by focusing like by helping out um the beginner dancers or like the director has to take time outside you know like or the other dancers can help to you, you know like it but it yeah. wouldn't be like a true advanced situation um like the pacing wouldn't be strictly advanced um and i think that like i mean obviously patience is like such a big part of it mm -hmm. and also like i feel like perfectionists in like in my experience perfectionists have like a really big issue because they'll get stuck on the beginners or or any dancer really not picking up on a specific detail and it's like that their body just can't move like that yet like you're going to have to pick and choose your battles oh this I should this. not be one of them I feel like this. your battle should be like overall do they know all the moves because some of them don't and here you are cleaning this one move when they don't know like the next two eight counts yeah, I, I definitely think that, I mean, okay, so, hmm, my, I am a very, like, dance should be inclusive person, because I was self-taught, and, like, uh, even though I was self-taught for a very long time, I didn't have, like, my dance, um, I guess, like, breakthrough until maybe two years ago. Like, if you watch my videos, like, you can, like, there's a moment in time where it's, like, before and after this, you can see that Audrey, like, drastically improved and it was like because over one summer i did like a bunch of like full dances with um my my like k-pop dance group mm -hmm. um like my non-rise k-pop dance group and it was it was a really big jump but like before then i was struggling like i could learn dances well and i would know movements but my body could not execute how I and like stage presence and like energy and like you know like stopping a movement at a certain point in time like I feel like so many things with dance comes with practice yeah. that you know like you can't expect growth overnight I mean there are cases where it's happened like from the eve like you know who I'm talking, like one person like body rolled one day and it was really bad and I'm like okay guys here's a video on how to learn a body roll and they came back the next practice and it was like 
it looked like they had been practicing body rolling for like a month or two. I was like, are we thinking we about the same like, person? Because there were a lot of people in that dance who like, who like freaking stepped up. This is this is true, but it was it was my partner that I'm thinking of. Um, Do I remember who your partner was? Hold on, let, 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 let me let me write this down really fast. So I can try to remember. But like, yeah, I mean, like, but and some people like will like grow overnight because they will put in the work. But you also can't expect that from everybody, especially if you're doing dance as like a casual thing, like in basic, right? Oh, Obviously, if yeah, I do remember who your partner is. Sorry. Nope, you're good. <laughs> um but if you're doing dance obviously in a more like professional setting then it's there's a different bar but at the same time it's also like people have lives so only so much work can be done outside um which is like another like this is and that's the other reason why like there does need to be some limitation on how advanced and advanced dances if you are a beginner or like low intermediate dancer like if you're not willing to put in the work then i don't know if you can be like i don't know if you can be here if there's a performance you know like if you're planning on sticking through all the way which is like personally in my experience at least in terms of basic but yeah do i need to say more no but like for example not like, at all personally i think should have been in the dance because we both know he would have like worked his ass off and would have been like exactly fine. but i mean can we remember that in the original lineup wasn't even in it can we comment on how some people were saying that like okay 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 <laughs> this is actually one thing I wanted to... <laughs> oh, no. this might launch us into like a whole nother like like topic yeah. that i didn't mean to but one thing okay it's like personal style versus like hard work times like someone's ego i was going to just mention egos being like such a huge like people don't a lot of beginner dancers don't realize they're beginner dancers or or advanced dancers dancers. or advanced the opposite goes true the advanced dancers sometimes think like too highly of themselves also or it's like yes i was gonna say like i was yep yep and it's like so but at the same time it's so important to like be humble, to be open to learning, to be open to be willing to understand that there are other approaches to a certain movement or how some people might not execute it the same way or have the same style, but it still looks good and be open to that exactly. mindset. But also to have the self-confidence, the enough ego to be like, I'm also doing it in my own style, in my own way. That's not necessarily correct or incorrect. It's just, I'm also doing yeah. it. Have enough self-confidence to like look like you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And like we both know people who are very think very highly of themselves and a lot of it is earned, but a lot of it is also a little bit Yeah. Inflated sense of like pride and self worth kind of thing, which is like for, for sure. For me, like sometimes very difficult because like in Chinese dance, especially since Chinese dance is so much more technical. You need to know the times when you're when you're good, but it's it's so much more important to know that there is someone better than you. Not just like say that and have be like, oh yeah, there were people better than me, but it's like to like fully understand, like like to understand that, like within your soul. Yeah, and I feel like this is one of the reasons why I have been able to improve. Like, I am fully aware that I am out of advanced dancers, a weak advanced dancer. Like, I have a lot of room for improvement, and like my body just does not like 
intuitively understand movements as fast as other people's bodies do. Like I learn dances fast, but I can't execute them well immediately, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. There are some dancers that think that they're executing it well and they're not. And they they're they aren't they they aren't beginner or even like they're like definitely a high intermediate dancers if you're asking me but it's like it looks wrong like i don't even know i don't even know how to say this nicely but it's just like some sometimes like the movement just isn't that's not like you're doing a move like you're moving your right hand Mm -hmm. sure but you're not putting the weight correctly or you're not like resist like resistance such a hard yeah, thing yeah hitting the beat or sometimes like you're doing it too much or fight you know like oh my god like, yeah and it's just like um but that's like that's kind of the dance but that's also not really the dance but then yeah. they don't like because of their inflated ego they don't correct that they don't like understand they don't yeah yeah like they don't correct I themselves like, i feel like the advanced of the advanced dancers will like be able to watch somebody in a mirror and be like oh i need to execute more like that i know how to execute more like that or like we'll ask hey what are you doing with your weight here or like or like i'll figure it out what is yeah and then i'll figure it out on my body and how to make it look more like natural on my body which is like it brings me back i'm sorry (laughs) like i remember talking to some people who like got into the dance like originally and they were like and I remember saying, like, oh, it's crazy how many people, like, who were who were really good at the audition didn't make it in. And then they were talking about, like, they were saying, oh, well, like, she, like, executed it, like, really, like, girl style. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but you guys all execute it really girl style. Mm, this is true. This is true. <laughs> and, like, one, none of us have, like, the, none, of, none of you people have the male body, first of all. Um, exactly. So, and people who did didn't make it, by the way. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, and like, okay, I understand not making it, but like, still pissed on that. But like, yep, we all are. But it's like, it's not only that, but it's just like, and I've noticed this, I think, a lot more within Chinese dance than K pop, because I think K pop, hip hop, there's more of a sense of, oh, this is a cover. I'm not necessarily like my yeah. own version of it, but with Chinese dance, yeah. you're not you're not always doing like original dances, but you're doing like a version mm-hmm. of a dance that's been, that has had multiple technically covers done of it, multiple different interpretations of it. So like, gives yeah. you a lot of freedom to interpret it in the way that's best for the group that you're dancing with, or if it's solo, you're solo the way that you do it. The K-pop community, I've noticed it. It's so it's it's so important, or maybe it's not important in terms of overall importance, but it's so much importance to put value. on, yeah, the, like the fact of like making it like like a one for one copy. And I don't know about you personally, that's not very interesting to watch. And maybe that's because of my background, but it's more interesting to see how people no, like, reinterpret the dance. Like, like this this one of the reasons why I when I was in basic, I really liked doing, I, I'm I, doing K-pop covers was fun, but it was more fun to do. The one million dance, like trust fund, because mm-hmm. it was my interpretation of it. The me e kaching part that was so much fun yeah. to to do because that was our own little thing that we put on it. I totally, I totally get you, and I feel like when I'm putting together my own personal projects, right? I tell people like, okay, it, I we cover a lot of EXO, but EXO sometimes they're not super clean or they're not ex- like. They're not dancers, they're singers, you know? So, like, there's a couple of members who are dancers, but 
even then you're looking at it and you're like what the f is happening here and so like we it's it's a lot easier to be like okay we're not going to copy the video word for word because if we did it would look bad <laughs> because like we're not singing at the same time so we're like there's no point in us looking like them like we can focus more on cleaning the dance or like executing it maybe better than they are and and i say that with like like look i i love exo through and through but like some of the dances are they're not slaying and like when it's not we're able to put our own like spin on it and so but i do notice that a lot with like more performance-based groups they're like oh but this member's doing it this way but what about this member and i'm like it's not that serious like it's 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 better for it to look natural on your body than try to execute it in this particular dancer style who is not you like you two are not the same person you're not going to be able to execute it the way that they're executing it without like years of different dance training and not um, only that but i feel like a lot of people particularly in basic who are advanced dancers and they also direct this isn't necessarily any one person but just kind of tends to be like a pattern of like people who fit that description of they want it so badly so desperately to look just like like a, to be like a one-for-one -one copy mm -hmm. but like a lot of people like i think they forget that these people are trading an unhealthy amount and they have professional like, yes. coaches to sit down and tell them what they're doing wrong and not to mention it's so much more important for them to like conform to the same movement versus basic mm -hmm. it's if we're all hitting the same movement roughly it's it's good I, I, like yeah there's some movements like where timing it's more, is so much more important than yeah. like style yeah and like um, obviously there's some moments where it's more important to like hit a style thing but you have to balance time with which ba again what, what battles do you want to fight and exactly. it's just i don't know like people who have i've talked to when i was in basic and have are still in basic are i they're like when they talk raising the level of basic i'm just you are forgetting a lot of things because directors yeah. are in the dance like when i taught like trust fund I was always in in the dance, at least marking my place, because that's important for everyone to have the correct spacing mm -hmm. or to have the correct mm -hmm. like, relative spacing, which mm -hmm. if you're not in the dance, and I know there are some directors, you're like decent directors, but they would choose to like sit down and watch the dance, which is a fair enough choice, but they would hardly do the dance with us. And it was just, yeah, it would, I mean, for me, they, I, I know to lose And space. they also end up struggling with their with their forms at the end yeah which is also not good i, I mean when you're co-directing i feel like it's you can at least take turns you know like it's like it's yeah exactly not, yeah it's not as big of like a deal but i don't i don't know it's just but like when you mentioned earlier like k-pop idols like like they have a choreographer sitting and watching who's not in the dance who's able to give like constant feedback without sacrificing anything of the dance like exactly. not waste like like you're not not seeing the full picture because you're not in it like mm -hmm. the choreographer's not in it they're not supposed to be in it mm -hmm. you know so like them sitting and watching and being like oh hey guys like this part you know blah blah blah, blah mm -hmm. makes a lot more sense than a constant director who's supposed to be part of it mm -hmm. not being in it one thing i also noticed is that a lot of directors they love putting themselves in the front and mm. <laughs> which is like doesn't help in some ways because it's spacing if you're the point of a triangle if you're missing your center like how are you yeah yeah, like yeah. If, if you're the point of any formation it's really hard for the people around you to like be centered and in the correct formation because everything is for super sure. relative situations when directors are in the back for example going back to, to 
sorry, not sorry for like the triangle spread mm -hmm. out thing. I felt like I was able to like watch the half yeah. of the people I was in because I was the last person to fan out. No one was counting on me. That was a situation where it was okay for me to stand back and be like, okay, like, like let's run it and have my absence not really affect anything. Yeah, because it's like you're you're like the far end of one of the triangles that didn't make a difference. Yeah, I was like, I, I was literally um, the, like the last person because I think like our track our triangles were like slightly uneven, or across, uneven the two, yeah. across the two yeah. groups so like, i was literally the last person to move it didn't really matter as long as i was on time who cared yeah exactly i think part of this also just kind of creates an interesting conversation around criticism for like like for there was such a big emphasis on like formations of like like we had to think of like everything in a grid and i'm like i'm sorry it's a fun dance but it's taking the fun out of like everything but yeah. it was just like like i don't know and that was a dance that had a very mix of dancers and it yeah. was just like hard to take direction from like and in particular because they were very outspoken about the formations. I was more willing to take it from because like I, would, I had more formation switches when she was like right next to me. So I'll be more willing to be like, okay, yeah, sure. I, I'll take advice from you because like this immediately affects you. But if it's like someone on the other side of the formation, it was just like, okay, one, you're looking at the entire formation at an angle. Mm. Two, this isn't your dance. And it's so hard yeah. to like that, to straddle that because for example, Swalla, in that situation, when something is just going down so, so fast, whatever is before crashing and burning, like, that's the point we got to step in, you know? But it's so hard to mm -hmm. kind of, like, balance that, to, like, not overstep as, like, a more experienced dancer or director, but then also to, like, overstep when things are, like, gonna, like, blow up. Yeah, it's like, you have to, you have to, like, toe the fine line of, like, okay, a director needs to direct, but also, like, if things are going to, like, if shit's hitting the fan, we need to we need to step in and, and or anyone somebody please save us all yeah it's just it's yeah. like so hard and it's like also like when you're like reflecting on like the past it's like i don't know like i think to improve like you know you have to have a healthy amount of like self-criticism to mm -hmm. like improve like oh i should have hit that harder or like i don't know why it looked like i didn't know what i was doing there <laughs> or something like that you know uh but it's yep. like I don't know. Sometimes you and I both experienced this when I was in Houston, where it's just like sometimes, like I think, like I don't know, criticism is such a hard thing to do, especially when it's like it doesn't affect you. It's just you're just like criticizing. Yeah, you're just like a bystander and just like, <laughs> like I don't yeah. know. And this like that one goes back into the pride thing because I think a lot of people, I kind of get the energy, let's say, that a lot of people criticize other people's output or whatever, kind of like. For an ego boost, and this is definitely true. Some people, yes, know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But even some people who like, you know, like, I I genuinely like enjoy, or like, I I I genuinely enjoy like dancing with them. I like I like them as a person. Like I don't know. Sometimes like criticism from like there's like a certain like archetype that it's just like I don't know why we're criticizing <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's like un unnecessary and, yeah. and and wrong. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, and it's just like it definitely goes back to like that to this conversation of just like having a healthy amount of pride versus like a healthy amount of like humility and balancing it because like it's also it's like you can't really call somebody out for being like too prideful or like an ass. Yeah, like, you can, that's... but it has to be kind of egregious. But, I feel. Yeah, it's 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 hard to do, <laughs> and it's hard to do in a way that they the... won't. I hate you forever after. Yeah, it's hard to do it in a way that doesn't make you sound like an ass. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Like, there have been plenty of times, like, as an alum, 
or when I was still a student where I'm kind of like, like, what are you talking about? Like, why mm -hmm. are we, why? And like, at one point I did have to have a conversation with somebody about how I felt when they did certain actions. Right. But like, even then it was, that was, that was such a hard conversation. It's so hard. To, I don't know. Just. Yeah, I, I understand. Like, I think like, this is also part of like the one of the reasons why the people who improve the most are the people who are humble about it. You have improved so much since first year. And part of that was because of COVID. That was a year that you were transitioning from primarily self-teaching to like learning from peers more, I, th I feel like. Yeah. Or like yes, learning from peers sure. in a more like regulated manner from what I understand mm -hmm. of what your like extra outside of school K-pop group was like at that time. Yes, and yes. At the time... It was hard to, as like a upperclassman, it was really hard to judge kind of like where everybody's pride and their their, yes. their their graph of like pride and humility. Once we went back to like, at least like in-person classes, it was, mm. it was a lot easier to judge who had a good balance and who maybe were imbalanced in one way or another. And it was just like, I don't, I, I don't know. I, again, I always go back to I always knew that he had to work hard and as a result, he comes off as a better dancer, like maybe maybe even a more advanced dancer than he actually is because he's working hard at what he does. Truth. This is, yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't even have anything to say because it's just like, you just speak in facts. If you don't recognize people as better dancers than you, it's going to be harder for you to improve. I always go back to that thing that said, how dancing with or dance with a better dancer has made her a better dancer yes yes and basic advanced dancers i've, I've noticed don't want to dance with people who are less skilled than they are and it's like i understand part of the reason but also it's i mean i think dance is a great way to connect with people and yeah and a part of dance is also it's like it's not an ego-based sport in my opinion like you for group no. dances you have to assimilate to a group you know, mm -hmm. like you have to keep your energy at the same level as like other dancers. And it's like for, and, par, and I think part of that is like, especially if you're committing to a group like BASIC where it's peer taught, it's encouraged for beginners to join. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not, it's not like an advanced, super advanced group, you know? Exactly. Like it's, it's, I think it's like. You, you have to, you have to be willing to like help other people improve. It's not yeah yeah like, like you have to sacrifice and that makes the end product look better yeah and it's like you have to sacrifice part of it's like sacrifice some of what would be your shining moments to help the, to help the group and I, I just noticed a pattern there's more like a strong reluctance to do that in general yeah yeah and like i understand for for certain people like the bogos it's really hard to want to help them because there's it's it's hard to like a person like, like on more interpersonal basis they're just difficult but like mm -hmm. going back to it's just the excuse to not work with more beginner dancers was because it was quote an advanced dance and that people would have to work in it on their own time but the thing is there's no reason why it had to be that long like it's yeah like there's no reason for like those people to be in that dance or let's talk about let's talk about how mm. unbalanced that was and not because my price of dance, but not a single beginner dancer in there i mean I mean, she's, like, high-level beginner at best. I mean, at the time, though. Oh, maybe. I don't I don't particularly remember. At the time, but though, But even was... then, the other, the other eight people, 
Like Seven I, people, I can't remember. I should not have been in that dance. None of us should have been in that dance, man. No, not a single person. Yeah. And it's like, like, I don't know. I think like part of like that comes with like the problem with a peer run audition system plus yeah. an imbalance of pride and humility just creates awful. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. This is true. Like, 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 at what point do you call an advanced dance an advanced dance? At what point do you call an intermediate dance intermediate? You know? Mm. Yeah, because it's not strictly based on, it's like, it's like, and a, a quote advanced choreography could be a beginner dance if the director chooses it to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you, if, okay, say there's like a, one minute long advanced choreography and if you taught that in whatever timing it would be an advanced dance but a different director could pick only like 20 seconds of that dance to teach and teach it at a beginner level like it is possible if it's not like a super technically like if it's not a technically advanced dance you know what i mean yeah and it's like i mean again i learned quickly so i think the way that i taught was always more like at like at lowest like intermediate level because i yeah that should have been the way that that was taught originally was like difficulty, like advanced, like advanced plus 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 plus. Yes, I remember. Like I thought you were talking for a second. And I was like, what? And then I, yeah, no, I'm following. But was taught at, at most beginner intermediate level, I would say, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. But then, like, I don't know. In practice, it was treated like an advanced dance and i'm like there is no reason why we have to spend five practices on this dance agreed it's just like now it's like there's people just don't know people just don't know that's just it they don't, they don't know how to label like i don't think people understand what difficulty they're teaching at you know what i mean like people definitely and, do I not it, and it kind of goes back to ego and it i mean like it, uh, it's like all these issues are like interlocked with each other. They really are. They really are. Because like, I don't know about you, but personally, I've found the best directors are actually the less skilled dancers because they teach it in a way that's easy for a beginner to understand. But as a more advanced dancer, it's actually amazing how that how like they understand dance and the way that you can interpret that. It's like I don't know. It's it's insane. For example, like technically taught a dance and it was and so did neither of these people are particularly good dancers in the way that Mm -hmm. like both are Mm -hmm. but like the way that they both taught it their dances was actually crazy like if we had gotten to perform it it would have been you would not have expected these people were the people who directed it yeah and i think it's also like beginner dancers or even intermediate dancers are like their sense of ego isn't as high so they're putting in more work into practicing the directing mm-hmm. like i know i know of beginner dancers who are directors who have like practiced run through with multiple people to get feedback before actually teaching their workshop which i don't know if that that's necessary 100 percent of the time but you know especially right before their first workshop mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's a bad, obviously it's not going to hurt anybody, right? It's just like, you know, I feel like they're more willing to put in the work because they have 
like they know that they aren't the best executioner so they have to then like be willing to explain or help point out details in a way that maybe their body can't yeah yeah or like one thing that i've always that like i thought was like doing such a good job at was explaining formations and how he changed the dance to like fit the formation mm. and the way that he would be like because I remember for I, I was I was having a rough time that 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 one practice because of beer bike like that first <laughs> formations practice in the Mac gym for me he was like your formation is here and then at this at this movement you have to be here so you have these all the movements in between that to get there and I was just having such a hard time I was like I don't know why you're doing this to me like mentally like, I was having such a hard yeah. time I was having a bad day but like it worked it was he was like figure out how to get there like you you figure out what works best for you just be there at this point Mm -hmm. and i feel like formations this kind of goes back to like being to the video um like for people who don't know i don't know how much you explain basic but basically like what even though we do k-pop covers we don't have the same number of members as the original dance so for instance um we recently we as i'm in the group but like basic recently covered girl gang and girl gang originally has seven people the version that basic ended up having was like 17 people maybe 19 one of the two more it was general significantly more significantly more right um which means that if you are the one making formations for that dance you have to know that you can't expect people to traverse like oh, if someone normally goes from the center to the far outside edge, that person can't do that anymore. They would have to only be able to go to midway through the outside edge. Like, they could go from center to, like, quartile one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Instead of going all the way to the left, because you have twice as many people to pass through, twice as many paths to avoid. Also, the stage is, like, like the spacing is just bigger because there's more people. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, directors who are willing to, like, either cut out formations or just like have less transition you know like or simplify or just like think outside the box in general exactly like that's where you have success with formations versus like we don't need to have every single form that is in the initial dance yeah um and we don't have to be spaced exactly like how they're spaced or we don't even have to look anything like as long like like we're using their choreography but we like it's not a competition of matching the video you know what i mean or another example uh is sorry not sorry but like no their original version had like what five people or something and yeah it had five more than five people (laughs) let me say i would say more than five i would i would yeah um yeah we definitely had like more let's just say we had more than double five (laughs) we had more than quadruple of five (laughs) so true there are moments where you could tell that we were referencing the original video but like for the most part it's it didn't matter yeah and it still looked great like because the the final product that people are watching is not in reference to the original it's like it's a new it's a new creation editing anna hi somehow my original outro got prematurely axed so i am here to rectify that situation audrey again thank you so much for taking the time and to chat with me 
I had so much fun. And if you ever want to come back, I would be happy to have you. Best of luck. But as for now, this has been Freestyle Thoughts, a dance podcast. Thank you for listening and join us next week for another episode.